welcome to the Post Traumatic Faith Podcast with your host, Jill Riley. On this podcast, Jill shares stories of living a life of faith and mental illness. Jill is a popular speaker, pastor, and author who speaks from her experience living with complex PTSD, a major depressive disorder, anxiety disorder, and a dissociative disorder. And now, here's your host. Hi, welcome to Post Traumatic Faith. I'm Jill Riley, and I'm so thrilled to have you with us for our 23rd episode. This is a podcast devoted to the topics of mental illness and faith. My prayer is that through listening to my own experience of what faith looks like after trauma, you may find a little hope and a little joy in your own journey. Today's episode is about balance. Now, I discovered recently that I have issues with balance. I discovered this because I decided that I would try the hoverboard of a friend's son while visiting at their house. So the hoverboards look relatively easy to manipulate, to manage, and so I got myself braced for this and I got both of my feet on it and I was hanging onto a couch and trying to n- navigate their living room on this hoverboard. It didn't end well. I ended up falling into the lap of her husband, literally. In yoga, I can stand on my head, I can stand on one leg, I can balance my whole body on my forearms, but apparently my gracefulness does not exist to hoverboards. Careful kids, if you try that one at home, it's not as easy as it looks. These kids make it look really easy. And man, does that make me sound old when I say that. These kids, these kids these days make these things seem easy. All right. Maybe I am old. But the balance that I'm struggling to find is emotional and practical, not physical. Conceptually, I get it. My nervous system is busted. Because of the life that I have lived of trauma and of repeated abuse, uh, dealing with so much tragedy in my pastoral life, uh, so many different things that were dangerous situations, it just overwhelmed my nervous system to the point that I was not functioning at all. So all of that caused all the dashboard lights on my brain to go off and say, you need to take care of yourself. You need to reestablish what it is that you can live with as normal stressors and what becomes overwhelming to your system so that you cannot function anymore in um, any kind of a safe way for your nervous system. So I get it. It's busted. I need to slow down, take care of myself, and let my body heal. I understand that. But what happens when a friend calls distressed because their husband is in the hospital? Or what if my family is ill and they need me to extend themselves for them? Uh, What do I do when planning big events or this upcoming summer we're going to have two or three graduations plus a wedding plus a family reunion plus a high school reunion all within a course of about six weeks? How can I avoid inevitable busyness that just comes with living life and celebrating all of the things that happen and still have that baseline of normal. How can I do that? 
I have been taught the whole of my life to live at the behest of others, to put others before myself. That is a a biblical mandate. So how do I reconcile that call to action to put others before myself and this need to take care of myself and manage my illness in a way that helps me to live life normally? This is the mantra of the mom. You always put other people before yourself. You always put your children's needs and their wants and desires before your own. Pastors and caregivers and people of all faiths are regularly taught to lay down your lives to sacrifice on the behalf of others. I lived that consistently. I was the one who was up in the middle of the night if someone was at the hospital. I was the one that was up with the kids. Not that my husband wasn't, but as a mom, you're always there and you're present and you're so in tune with the needs of young children. I was the one who, who was the first on the scene as at a crisis. If one of my parishioners had a crisis, this was what I was taught to do. But now I'm emotionally and physically bankrupt. My doctor said to me one day, he said, Jill, you can no longer run into the burning buildings. You are not that person anymore and you never may be again. I received these words with question marks and 11s, you know, those wrinkles in the middle of your forehead between your eyes, because I didn't understand. These new rules for living seem to create a cocoon that feels like it insulates me from the rest of the world. And frankly, I feel self-indulgent and selfish because I wake up every morning thinking, what can I do today to take care of myself? What do I need to do? That's how my daily choices begin every morning. I recently heard someone talking about self-care and challenging whether or not self-care was actually a biblical concept and whether or not people should actually focus on their self-care rather than focus on the needs of others. And I've wrestled with this balance of these two thoughts, self-care and caring for others, a lot because I don't really know exactly how to make that work in the economy of faith, in the economy of God. And here's what I've kind of decided. I've decided, first of all, that God created me and made me and knew who I was and what my capabilities were. For me to consistently, and that's the key word here, consistently ignore my body's signals that say, you're too stressed or you are too overwhelmed or you are too tired is to disregard the nature that I have been given and the physical body that I have been gifted with. To ignore that is to, is to really kind of thumb my nose at the creator. I also look at it in this way. If I am physically or emotionally overwhelmed consistently, I will reach a point again where I am completely taken out of the game, where I can't give to others, where I can't care for my own family and I can't even 
practically care for the needs of myself. This is what happened to me because I consistently ignored that sense of overwhelm in my life. And so I think there is a balance here between self-care and loving others sacrificially. And to discover what that is for each person is going to be a very individual journey. For myself, I spend as much time as I possibly can taking care of myself and taking care of exercising and trying to eat right most days, um, trying to uh, recreate, trying to make sure that I get enough sleep, do all of those things that I possibly can have control over. So when the unexpected happens, when drama happens, or when trauma happens, or when my kids need something, I am ready. I am filled up in a way that allows me to care for them. So this is my sense of balance. It starts with making sure that I am spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically taken care of so that when I am needed in another area, I am able to fulfill that to the best of my possible ability. So balance is something that is elusive, but I think it can be attained and I'm working every day to make sure that I can be on a journey towards achieving that. So joy in your own journey as you find balance and as you work towards creating that in your own life. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Post Traumatic Faith Podcast with Jill Riley. We encourage you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can follow Jill on social media, on Facebook, facebook.com slash jillreilly.author, on Instagram at jillreilly.author, or on Twitter at jillreillyauthor. You can reach Jill via email, jill at jillreilly.org. Thanks for listening.